Hello, queen, and welcome to the Spiritually Hyped Podcast. I'm your host, Kiara, also known as Spiritual Hype Woman, and I am your best friend for your spiritual journey. You are in the right place if you are ready for transformational conversations to connect with your truest self. My hope is that you grow more authentically aligned with a lot of hype from me along the way. Let's grow together and live a more purpose-driven life. All right, let's get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Spiritually Hyped Podcast. So excited that you are here. I wanted to continue the new year with some content that I feel like has come up so much more than I anticipated it to, especially off of the coattails of the last few episodes that I've published this year has kind of been about new year resolutions, vision boards, you know, what do you do to prep for a new year for yourself? Do you find those things overwhelming? And it led to a great conversation that I want to touch on that I think we can all get really lost in. And that is the idea of decluttering minimalism, simplifying our lives, intentional living, and all of the words that I just said could be an entire podcast niche in and of itself, and obviously it exists out there. But what I have had so many gorgeous conversations, unprovoked, unplanned, you know, even whether they come up with clients or coworkers or friends, there is this push I feel like more than previous years to just eliminate, simplify, pare down, go smaller, live more simply and intentionally and with curiosity. And I see this as such a beautiful thing. But what I have, you know, of course, with the line of work that I do, it has made me realize how overwhelmed people are with simple everyday tasks. So, I started sharing some of the things that have just been part of my life for such a long time that I can't even like pinpoint a year that like I I started doing these things. I, I will try obviously for the sake of the episode, but they are things that are just so habitual and part of my life and people are floored and like amazed by it. And I love that. I love seeing, you know, what things could be inspiring or motivating or unique to somebody that is just part of your everyday life. Like, how cool is that, that we get to learn from others this way? But, you know, for me, it's just things that I didn't realize were unique, I guess you could say, to simplifying my life, making things less stressful for me. And I do want to go in with the note that I am very aware of how overwhelmed I get in my space or my spaces. So for me, that would be like my phone, my computer, you know, whether for work or personal, um, my home, all of those things, because they exist in my home, right? Like whether it's my office, my living room, my kitchen, my computer, my phone, all of those spaces exist within something that's within my control. And I'm very aware that I like to make things as simple and as minimal as possible so that I'm not overwhelmed because it is easy for me to get overwhelmed. 
For example, one of the first things that I do to kick this episode off is I want to talk about how much I love Inbox Zero. Now, before you pause, please give me one second to just state my case. I do not push myself or live off of the notion of what I just said of being at inbox zero. That is just what I know people will understand, if that makes sense. People understand what inbox zero means. And if you don't know, because you are not a slave to the corporate world and the never ending quest for, you know, capitalist ideologies in society and how they pertain to work. What am I saying right now, guys? I don't even know. But if you're not basically sifting through an inbox every single day as part of your existence, inbox zero is the idea that in your inbox, there's no emails in there. Everything has been sorted, filed away, deleted, and been taken care of. So The reason that this came up, honestly, it started even in December, like mid-December, mid to early December. I remember having calls with coworkers and screen sharing and all these things. And I saw their inboxes of like hundreds of unread messages and non-open messages. And I didn't realize how uncomfortable I was. So I like took a mental note. I'm like, I'm going to note that in my brain for later. But then... The conversation ended up being like, I have no idea how you're doing this, like getting all this stuff done by the end of the year. This is so stressful. This is going on. How are you like so okay? Plus the stress of like family and friends and holiday stress and all of those things, like just compounding on each other. And I remember being like, oh, I make everything so stupid simple for myself because my brain can't even fathom having something be so complicated or so stressful or overwhelming. I just would not be able to exist. So since I've had a career, so I guess since like 21, I have always been very adamant about how I organize my stuff. So for work without giving too much away, of course, I have it very simple. It's a folder with a dropdown of all of my clients. Anything that's pertaining to one of my clients goes into that folder and, you know, an email, a task to review something, whatever it is, call notes, approvals, you know, all of the things, they go into that folder. And it's like I open the task and when I sit down to do my emails, it's like I'm sitting to do my emails to get the tasks done and accomplish them, not to just open and see where something's at and leave it there to just sit in the, you know, no man's land of your inbox. So I was explaining this to like three different coworkers and they were like, this is unbelievable. Like I have never heard of such a thing. How do you handle blank? So going back to the organization of it all, if I have clients drop down, all my clients are there and then that's it. And then I have all of the employees with like some leniency. Like, so for example, there's several people in HR. I just have an HR tag, several people for like finance, finance folks, dev, dev people. I make everything as simple as possible because I just can't deal. And I think some people like to have this very positive outlook. They're like, she has her life together. She is on it. She is organized. She is thriving. And I just 
like to let people in on like the secret behind the scenes. It's because I know I would be so overwhelmed otherwise if it wasn't like this. So I'm not one of those people who dreads, you know, an email is a huge part of your life if you do work in any capacity, right? So, you know, whether you're freelancing or you're in corporate world or whatever it may be, you know, email is just a natural part of our communication. And I wanted to find a way to be like, I don't want to hate this process. I want to make this an enjoyable experience. And when I look at my inbox, I can pull it up right now. And I know that everything is clean. There's nothing there. Everything has been handled, dealt with, or it's scheduled to be handled with or dealt with. And it makes me feel really good. The second thing going off of that on the technology front, and this is me taking it too far. I want people to understand that I see myself as the exception and not the rule, right? I am so mindful and conscientious of what I put on my phone. I hate excess anything. So if you open my phone, I'm on my home screen right now. I don't understand how people have all the apps just like out and existing, not in folders. And some people are like, oh, I have folders, but they still have pages and pages of apps because some are in folders and some are not. And it just makes me feel all it's just it's just a lot it's a lot to look at so again i don't know if this is my the way my mind works so that i can function of course like i said i don't think everybody is this way or should be this way but a huge thing of what people are so like consistently sharing again clients coworkers friends family you name it this has come up over and over again their phone is a sense of stress and I'm like, I wonder why, because when I pick up my phone, it's enjoyable. You know, I'm going to look at inspiring content on Pinterest, or I'm going to connect with people on Instagram, or I'm going to create something in Canva really quick, or take photos of my dogs, right? All of the good things. So when I tell people, I mean, I guess I could like roughly count how many apps I have, but I can tell you that it's very few. So my first folder on my phone, just like giving a walkthrough of it is most used. Next folder is social video audio, which is just like social media, any video things, audio things, like things like that. Wellness is the next folder over and then utilities. So it's four folders up at the top. And it's not pages and pages and pages of, you know, scrolling within those folders, but I simplified the apps on my phone. You know, I'm not really one to just like randomly download an app um, because I just don't like the idea of like having things that I don't need or like, what is the reason for having them? I guess, you know, I've definitely gotten more lenient over the years, but this was another what I thought was just a simple thing. I know everybody organizes their phone differently, but with those apps came, oh my gosh, I never knew that everybody has like, everybody has like all notifications turned on. I don't know if that's surprising to anybody else, but like apps aside, aside from having all the apps out, like not in a folder, they also have all of the notifications on with the little bubbles next to it showing how many numbers are in there. 
So please tell me if I'm crazy because I could just be very particular about this, but the idea of like a number gawking at me, waiting for me to like do something with it feels awful. Like for example, like if I open up my little mail app, my email app, there's no emails on there, but I have to wait to get into the app to see how many emails I have. Like it's not just sitting there with like 5,683 unread emails or 40 messages to respond to or three missed calls, whatever it is. Like everything is just very pared down is what I would like to say. And Again, please know that I heavily attribute this to just how my brain processes things, but I really had a better understanding of why people were so stressed and like addicted to technology. Like, oh, well, don't you just set, check Slack all the time or respond to emails all the time? And I'm like, no, because I don't have Slack notifications turned on. Like, I don't know who's messaged me or what's going on or what the updates are unless I go into it. And I'm very aware of not going into the app unless I'm working, right? So needless to say, between email and phone activity, those are two huge things that I'm like, there is so much room for improvement here and how we can be more intentional and simplify all of the things. And if you struggle with that organization, I promise you, if you take the time to just, it's going to, maybe it'll suck at first, but just start doing once a day, even in your email inbox. I, I think this is another thing that I, um, most people can't relate to, but I don't subscribe to pretty much anything. Like I can probably count on one hand the things that I'm subscribed to. Now I'm not counting work in that, what I do professionally, because I do subscribe to like newsletters or things oriented with my line of work and marketing, but my personal email where people are getting like the coupons or sales notification for Bath and Body Works, Victoria's Secret, Lush Bath Products, this going on for this course being sold, this spiritual person and their, you know, email series that's going on. I think like there is this obsession with wanting to be in the know about everything, but what good is that if it's getting lost among hundreds of thousands of other content that is not even getting your attention. It's all fighting for your attention and it becomes stressful and you go into this freeze state where you can't even address it and you don't get to enjoy the experience of having those things. So what I like to tell people is just starting once every day when you get an email, you know, say you get, you haven't shopped at Old Navy in 10 years, you still get emails every day, every few days, whatever it is scroll to the bottom, hit unsubscribe and confirm it's unsubscribe and delete that email. Bath and Body Works comes through, unsubscribe, confirm it, make sure it goes through instead of trying to tackle, you know, like two or three hours. If you have two or three hours to sit down and do it, like I support the hell out of you, you know, I say go big or go home. But these are two areas with, you know, our email and you know, computers and technology that are just constantly vying for our attention. And I realized that it never stressed me out. So the idea of 
being home alone on a Friday night, I have a computer, I have a phone, I don't feel like I have to be quote unquote like connected to anything or I don't feel like I'm forgetting anything or something has been eating away at me to do. I'm just able to kind of like check out whether that's with work and all of these other things. And that was the additional part of this that led to the conversations of being more intentional with what you want to see in your life, whether it's the people you follow, whether it's the emails you're subscribed to, whether it's the way that you handle day-to-day tasks and how you set up your workday for success. And if I'm being completely honest too, I love going through these in like massive phases, but if you are at a unique point in your life where you're ready for a clean out like you never expected, tackle your email, tackle your phone apps, and then go wild with unfollowing, unfriending, unsubscribing from all of the things that you no longer want to see pop up in your life anymore. I remember, I'm actually going to pull it up in the app because I know I'll be able to tell by looking at it. So I remember when I had, I think like 900 or a thousand, definitely like 900 or a thousand Facebook friends at one point in my life. And now after this last session of quote unquote decluttering, minimizing, just getting rid of people, things, just a human I didn't even know like who they were when they just had their name changed, right? Because they got married. Like, I don't even know who this person is. Haven't thought about them in 10 years just gonna unfriend. Literally nothing personal either. It doesn't have to be out of like malintent or harsh feelings or anything. It's just, I'm not really on social media. And when I am, it's for my own thing. It's not to stay connected with colleagues or people from college or people from high school. Like that's not why I exist online. And I think that was the original intent of social media. But now going from like a thousand friends to just pulling it up on my phone right now, I have 263 friends and I can even make that more simplified too, by showing you, oh my gosh, have you ever gone through your own contacts? Guys, I am not kidding. You will find a contact on your phone from somebody from middle school that you have not talked to since middle school and you are approaching 30 it is time to go through your contacts. It is so therapeutic. Let me scroll to the bottom. And same thing too, like contacts. I am not kidding. That was, you know, five or 600, definitely several hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of contacts because of the work that I did in marketing. There was always clients to work with, media, anyone, you know, especially in the roles that I had previous to being in an agency setting, I was in touch with a lot of community members and different organizations. So my contact list was a doozy. And now I went to, you know, hundreds upon hundreds of contacts in my phone, people who had that direct level of access to me to 118 contacts. 263 Facebook friends. I do not utilize Facebook really at all. It's just there and it exists. And 118 contacts in my phone. 
get rid of the people from middle school, get rid of the people from high school, get rid of the people from your first job, second job, third job, people who you do not care. You'll never have to call them again. It's just, what is the point of having it, you know? And I went down this maybe slightly morbid (laughs) thought of just like, if I were to send a group text out to people right now who are in my life, who are present and I was telling them I want to have a celebration of life party I was just diagnosed with an illness and I really want to have this big party before you know the end of my life whatever that looks like I should only be able to really select the people that are in my contacts if that makes sense and then of course you have the few off ones that are like for work emergencies or you know, long family members that you might not talk to consistently, but you have their numbers, if that makes sense. But, you know, I want, if you are in my life, like you are in my life, that's how I like to explain this to people because it shouldn't be, you have all of this at your disposal, just in case, like just in case of what, (laughs) you know, I want you to think about that, what that means and use the intention behind who has access to you? Why do they have access to you? Do you want them to have access to you? And what that looks like for your own peace of mind. And what that's really what it comes down to for me when I talk about this stuff. It is not because I think that I should limit the people who have access to me or keep my circle small or any of these things. I'm just naturally wired that way to, you know, keep my circle close and, you know, be aware of who has access to me, but it's really, it doesn't even have to be about that. It's just for the sake of, you haven't talked to the person in 15 years. You don't need their phone number, right? And if you do, social media exists, you type in their name, you find their profile and you send them a DM. It it happens all the time. So going through your email, going through your phone, your contacts, your friends list on Facebook, your followers on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Oh my gosh. Twitter. If you are a Twitter person, I think I, if you caught my stories when I was talking about this a few weeks ago, I went on a random deep dive of old tweets that I posted. And that's just like in and of itself, just any content that you've ever created, people, excuse me, people that you follow during the day, they're like, why do, did I follow this person? Why do I still follow them? This has nothing to do with me as a person. Maybe it was an accident. Why did I always tweet about fucking coffee and sushi and breakfast food in 2015 while I was hustling and being a girl boss? Just all of the things could be said, guys, but clear out social media. Be ruthless. I will also say, because I've been very honest and upfront about this prior to this episode, I follow on my Spiritual Hype Woman Instagram account, I follow 136 people. And then I'm not actively following those 136 people because I'm pro like mute people. I don't know why I still follow them. Mute is like your first step to getting on the way out, so to to speak. But I am not trying to overly consume 
because for me it's stressful and it leads to comparison traps and cycles where I don't feel good enough and that just doesn't feel good to me. So I've taken things that might have been stressful or overwhelming or sad or, you know, irritating and I'm like, how can I make this work for me? How can I make social media a positive experience for me? Well, I only follow things that I genuinely want to see and I only have contacts with people that make me feel safe and happy and open up my perspective to learning and growing and evolving as a person. And I keep things clear and organized in a way that makes me feel good and not overwhelmed on a day-to-day basis because the simple tasks of, you know, checking emails, responding to messages, returning phone calls, those are things that are going to be a part of our lives unless we all run away together in the forest and build a home in a giant mushroom and live with the fairies and woodland creatures. So how can we make this huge part of our lives more simple, more intentional, and a lot more peaceful. And that is just two things you can start with, two items, your computer and your phone. And again, with computer, it doesn't just have to be email. Oh my goodness. No. Talk about how your computer's organized. What do you have save on there? Any past flash drives? Y'all, I can tell you, I have a flash drive from college. I could plug it in right now and I have the cringiest narratives, writing pieces, first stories, Oh my gosh, papers that are just awful writing, the worst writing you would ever see in your life. And they exist on a drive somewhere. Go through things that you don't need anymore, especially, oh my gosh, if you're a content creator and you have different video files and photos and edited images and all of these different things, like how can you make your desktop be simplified? And again, I know this is so hard. And even though I'm just giving you a computer and a phone to start with, There's so much that you can do with that. And the main goal is you don't have to do anything that I said. Find whatever way to do this makes sense for you and makes you feel good about it. And that is all you will need. So let's start being more intentional with our digital space, our digital world, how we interact with others, the way that we look at who has access to us and who do we have access to that we want to or don't want to and how we can make the digital experience and part of our lives more fulfilling. I hope this resonates with you. I hope you find a little joy this weekend and please keep me up to date on what thoughts came up for you when thinking about your phone, social media, notifications, emails, all of those things. I would love to know. Um, yeah, I am so grateful that you guys, you stop by to listen. It always means so much to me. And if you have been listening and you enjoy this content, please feel free to leave a review. I'm not one of those people that is going to push reviews, but I love hearing what you love to hear what has helped or has hit home and resonates with you. So if you feel so inclined to leave a review, that would make my entire week. So I am sending you all of the love and I can't wait to chat with you guys in the next episode. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the Spiritually Hyped Podcast. I cannot wait to see you next time for another transformational chat. 
If you want to connect on Instagram, you can follow me at spiritual hype woman, all one word, and let me know what you would like to talk about next when it comes to spirituality. Thanks for being here.